Welcome to the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Podcast. This podcast is for you if you are a Christian artist and you want to grow your listeners, make greater impact, and grow your business. Meet your host, A.B. Ogini, a lifelong singer, pediatrician, recording artist, music business coach, and founder of the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Academy. Thank you so much for everyone who's joining. If you have questions, you can just start popping them in the comments below. We'll get to them at the end. All right, so thank you so much for joining me on Instagram Live today. Um, Chibia, am I pronouncing your name right, first of all? Let's start with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, Ch- Chidia, Chidia. Chidia? Yes. Good. So my name is A.B. For people that don't know me, I am a um, singer-songwriter, first of all, and um, also a doctor, a mom of two lovely boys, <laughs> and a coach as well. So do you want to kick off by telling us a bit about yourself as well, Chidia? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like you said, my name is Chidia Ohiagu. I'm originally from Nigeria, Lagos, Nigeria. So I was born and raised. I am also a singer-songwriter as well, and um, also a pharmacist from my day job. But uh, yeah, that's what I do. And been writing songs and singing, singing probably my whole life. Writing more since I was like maybe 14, but only anything serious of being put out in the past uh, four years. Four years? Cool. Yeah, uh, three, well, three years, 2019. Yeah, three years. Very cool, cool. So when did you leave Nigeria? Uh, 2005. Okay. And was that for school or what, what was it for? Was it your family moving out of the country? No, it was for school. I moved to go to college. And then, so I came over and went, went to college. And after college, I, I stayed, stayed over. I find it fascinating when I meet people like you. Well, people like myself, actually, because I'm also a doctor. But I find it fascinating when, when I meet people who are working full time and doing medicine. Obviously, there's a lot of us. But I always wonder if we wonder if we if we actually ask ourselves why we didn't just go straight into medicine what are your thoughts on that do you ever you mean straight to music or straight, or straight to sorry med- straight into music is oh, what i meant okay. to say right. no you're fine uh i think well I, I i can't speak for everybody i know for myself there was the question of yeah what okay i feel like god has given me both of these things i'm doing well in these science courses but i'm also very interested in doing music and at the same time, I remember uh, there was a, 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 a someone who told me this. He said, you know, why don't you go ahead and focus on the medicine side or your, your regular skill? And that can actually take care and uh, support your passion. You know, I think, yeah. Because while medicine is a passion as well, too, but this is um, another thing that I'm passionate about. So. Yeah. Absolutely true, true. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm pretty sure, just like you, a lot of what I get from work funds my music. <laughs> I don't oh, think I'll be able to be doing it if I wasn't working. But do you ever think it holds you back? Sometimes you wish you had more time to do, to do more music. Uh well, you know, I don't have 
there's always there's always a desire for more time. But I I'm interested to hear how you do it because you're both a mom and and like so you have more responsibility. <laughs> you're not married, no? No, I'm not. No. <laughs> yeah, it's let me just say it's interesting. Honestly, <laughs> while I was um texting a final reminder to people that I was going live in. Um, 30 minutes my kids were waiting for me to put them to bed and read them bedtime stories <laughs> so it's a lot of juggling a lot of juggling um, I'm pretty much always multitasking but I think it's fun and rewarding um, and yeah having musician friends who are sort of doing the same thing as well helps a lot because we talk about it and talk about ways that we can manage our time better and things like that so yeah, <laughs> yeah okay time management yeah <laughs> tell me about it so um should we get into more of the music side of things sure. <laughs> what do you want to tell us a little bit more about your last single and how it came about right right okay so um the, the newest single is called Already Blessed and it came about more it was kind of like a season of just thinking about okay I, was, I think I was going through a period of a bit of ungratefulness was creeping into my heart mm. and my mind and being like oh well this hasn't happened yet and I haven't accomplished this yet and, and you know I'm so single and, so some of those things and then I just had to, but you know, the Bible talks about encouraging yourself in the Lord. And it just kind of like popped into my head. It's like, this is stupid. Like, this is a season where you're in right now. Enjoy the season you're in right now. Hold on to God in the season you're in right now. And remember that you're, you're already blessed. There's so many things. Like, your blessing isn't coming when you get married or when you have kids or when you buy a house or buy a new car or whatever it is like your the blessing is is here now in mm. this the fact that you can even think about oh i want to get to this next thing means that you're okay in the moment because for you to you know for you to be applying for something else you need to be okay in the moment and so that was very uh that was the motivation for the initial idea and so like lord gave me like the the tune i was like yeah already blessed so i talked to my producer about it and we uh we got on zoom and uh did a zoom call and mm. we we did a couple, I think we did I think we did a couple of Zoom calls to write it, and so then we wrote the song and um, went on from there. Uh, so that's so that's how it was born. It almost did not get released because, mm. uh, like, about halfway. I think we wrote the song about June, July, and then we started help started working on the you know mixing and all that stuff, production, all that jazz. Oh well, at least yeah, the tracking and all that stuff. And in August, uh, I lost my dad. Oh, so, sorry, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was very part. The the most challenging thing has ever happened uh, in my life. Mm -hmm. And so at that point, I was like, Do I really want to release a song about being blessed? I don't. Mm -hmm. know. I don't feel blessed right now. I questioned it, and the thing that happened though, I just I feel like it. Be, I got the realization, revelation that hey, this is why you need to release the song because. Yes, this has happened. This is not what we planned. It was very unexpected. Mm -hmm. but this is a time to still proclaim the truths of the song and the prophet moment. Because I am so blessed, even though things are not going exactly the way I, I thought they would. You know? mm, true. So, yeah. 
that is truth man that is truth and um i think that's just life isn't it where there are ups and downs um and the fact that we are going through a low season doesn't negate the truth of what god has done for us truth is always truth so yeah thanks for sharing that with us do you know what <laughs> that's just real <laughs> do you want to talk about um how many songs you released before this actually yeah so the first one i released is back in 2019 it was actually the one that i wrote when i was 14. I, I got the i was at church and we just finished like worshiping or so and i just had this chorus drop in my mind so i wrote it down mm-hmm. and i've carried it for years and then it was okay. like 2019 i felt like the lord was like prodding me it's like all right now's the time i'm like uh i don't know i don't know what am i gonna do it and so we put it together, went to have a friend who had a little studio in his house and yeah, we just did like acoustic guitar and like a cajon, you know, that drum box and vocals. And that was pretty much it. So, but we did it and I got to actually sing it um, in my dad's church at that, in, uh, in Nigeria later that year, which is actually just so cool because it's like full circle, you know. Oh. And um, so that was the very first one. And so that's all of these, all of them are available. So after that, uh, the following year, I released about a year later. I released three more songs on a single, um, deluxe single called uh, "Walking with God." So the three songs on there: "Turn Away," "Look at Me," and I re-released "Take Up Your Cross," which is the first one. Mm-hmm. And last year, I released two more, and this year, already blessed. Cool. Yeah. I see that you have. Oh, I think it was over thirty thousand listeners or is it followers yeah listeners how have you built your followers up over the years well i'll tell you this the the followers so the followers is is different if you look like if you go on my profile you see it's actually i think it's maybe 140 something right now so the listeners that number came with already blessed for the most part each with each new release listeners will go up and then you know as time passes it will come back down mm-hmm. uh, but this one has been the biggest one uh biggest release i think i think the song has really resonated with a lot of people i think the lord is using it to really like touch a lot of people and help them to i think this is a lot going on between since 2020 and to this year like people have been going through a lot emotionally i think it's a really good reminder so i feel like a lot of people are resonating with it and so that's really drawn a lot of people towards the song. So that's what at that really what we that's what we threw the um through the through the song up there. And I think also it was the first one I ever got on a big editorial playlist at Spotify because this one already was picked up by uh top Christian contemporary just uh Spotify playlist that had a couple hundred thousand followers. Mm. So, but that was the one that kinda like after that listeners went, hmm, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so tell me what, because I, I think I remember you when you actually came on. So, so we're in um, writing worship community together, right? And I, I think the more I talk to you, I remember that, um, when we attended the workshop for marketing our music, mm-hmm. you were one of the ones that we got to go on your Spotify. Page. Yes, yes. I'm remembering that now. So that which is cool because now you're actually like getting on a terrell playlist which is amazing <laughs> um but what was your marketing strategy pre pre-release around the time of the release and after 
Well, I'll say I'll say this. I think even what that that workshop you talked about is definitely like definitely God or any things, but also just always being willing to learn. You get to learn things. Absolutely. Big thing. Pre pre release, the main thing was working with the working with my producer. We got the song together, made sure the the content was good. We felt something that we believed in, and also felt like it was a message that people would resonate with. But that was something that, that that first of all, I I I felt moved by the song. Like I can listen to that song today, and I don't even think it's me singing. I'm just like, Amen. Yes, I need. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that, when your song blesses you. <laughs> right. It's like it's not even. I, I don't even think. I don't even remember it's me for the most part. Um, and then, so then pre-release though, we went and made sure YouTube, all the different social platforms are like optimized. Everything is professional. You put in all your links, all the information, everything needs to be in place, right? That was one thing. The other thing, let me pull up. I actually made a list of these because I don't want to just ramble. <laughs> Find this on my computer here. Okay, yeah. So we did the content of the song, and then okay, did the did the production. I think this is a big part of it. Every every time I've gone to produce this any song, each time we've tried, I've tried to, by the grace of God to level it up. So always level up. The very first song I ever released had 700 streams in a year, which is nothing, you know. But I was like, <laughs> thank God, Amen. Cool. I didn't yeah. know about playlists. I didn't know anything about promoting. I didn't know about. I didn't know a thing about anything really. And so gradually through this process now. Got in contact with some better um, studios and, produ and producers. This last night I worked with Courage Studios. They did a great job. He has some really good people who worked on it. They really worked hard to do the editing and make sure everything sounded really good. So that was a big plus. So once you have a really good product, so now we have the product. So leading up to release, the first the 10 days leading up to it, definitely a lot of like buzz, like, hey, on social media and everything, hey, the song is coming out teasers you know messaging friends did the pre-save campaign but really more of the pre-save campaign was more like just messaging people that i knew say hey could you pre-save the song the song is coming out because um i think unless you're like beyonce pre-saves don't really work that yeah uh, yeah you're right i had to look back on my previous pre-saves to actually see the amount of people that did it without me reaching out one-on-one -on -one, and it wasn't a lot so i think right. a lot of work <laughs> needs to go into it Right, because the truth thing about it, you're like, how many people do we just randomly pre-save their music anyway? Yeah, you know, so, you know, so it's, it's the truth. So, um, so, so the advice I also got too was like, hey, rather than hyping it up, a lot of people hype up their music leading up to release dates, and then okay, it's out, bye. And it's like, no, now it's out is the time you should actually be hyping it up more because now people can actually go, oh, this song is out, I can actually click on this link and go listen to the song. So definitely even adding more of that during that, after that, after the release. And then doing a lot of um, pitching to playlists. So there's a few free websites like dailyplaylist.com and SubmitHub, which is as a paid option as well. So doing those, was putting those there, going in there and just pitching the song to different playlists. I did a lot of that. Also hired a, um, a couple. Um, sorry. Yeah. So the playlist so people can take notes if they want to. <laughs> sure. So dailyplaylist.com is a free website. Okay. Where you can go and pitch your songs. And then Submit Hub. I use Submit Hub. Yeah. 
Yeah, and now the thing, the thing with that one is also you just have to be you have to be willing to put some money in at times because, but even yeah. then, it's still very, still very affordable for the most part, uh, and just be okay with rejection because your song is not for everybody. At some point, some people are going to say no. Some people are going to yep. say. So. Yep. True. Oh. Uh, Love you too, Miss Angela. So I'm just gonna comment, respond to this comment real quick. Hey, Miss Angela, love you too. <laughs> um, and then also pay, doing pay promotion. Uh, I think the big thing, a lot of times people spend a lot of money or put a lot of investment into making the song, but don't put a lot into promoting the song. And a lot of folks I've worked, the uh, producers I've worked with are like, hey, you need to really have a budget, set some money aside for your promotion. And so really getting a good promoter and then giving them the money to do it and say all right you know bite the bullet and then let it go you know kind of thing so just just tell us a bit more about that what what sort of promotions do they do are you talking spotify promotions or promotions to get you on playlists um, and what percentage of how much you you paid for your production did you keep for your promotion uh, let's see, without I can't get into, I don't I can't get into specific numbers, but I'll say I'll say that the thing is playlisting is a big deal, especially for streams. So Spotify was a big one. So there are a lot of Spotify promoters. The one I use is Carriage Studios, and he actually he has like different tiers of how many playlists he will pitch it to. Now, granted, you this is not like I, if you pay me, you get on this playlist. Yeah. That, um, what it is, what what is allowed is okay. You pay me, I will go to all these people I know that own playlists and tell them, hey, here's a song. Do you like it? If you like it, add to your playlist. If you don't, that's fine. And a lot of people, a lot, of, and um, I think in this case, he pitched it for the package I picked. He picked, he pitched it to about 17 playlists, and all of them said, yay. So I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so, so that was one. And then I also went through another um, promoter named, uh, it's called 8020 Music. And so they also do it, but they focus more on editorial plays. I'm not sure if he's still doing that. I think he said he was trying to transition into something different. By the time he was still doing that. And so basically went into that and they focused on the pitch. So basically what you saw on that workshop where he went through and showed, showed how he was gonna pitch my song Messengers, basically yeah, helped to refine the pitch and we sent it. And again, the same thing, okay, you might get picked, you might not. So that's why the quality of the song is very important. And also then the pitch is important too. So the um, process is basically that. So those are the two I used that were paid. Then on my own, I've you know I just go on go on Spotify look for big playlists look who's the who's the owner of the playlist and I send a message like hey I have this new song love for you to hear it would you check it out and then do you, do you know what actually that I I do not know how to do this <laughs> I'm going to go on Spotify and I want you to talk me through what you what you just said okay I'll put I'll pull up Spotify because I I think it's real easy. <laughs> to just assume people know how to do things but i actually do not know how to okay so my spotify is open okay good 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 so um is there a way you can maybe turn it to show me your screen okay just one second this is gonna be tricky okay <laughs> well, 
or just open your own yeah. Spotify. Yeah, so you let's, can let's open your own Spotify and just tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do yeah. that. This is why you're a doctor, Abby. You're so smart. This is this is. <laughs> I'm thinking there. Let's, let me open the web player. So, all right. So I'm on Spotify right now. So let's say mm-hmm. the here's a list. So I'm looking for playlists. Uh, so new music, Christian. Let's see. So, mm, where where did you look for playlists? Oh. Go back a page, please. Just go to search. So here, search. Ah, okay. So you search for it. Yeah, and then ah. you can put in. Um, for instance, now in the search bar, I'm gonna put in. I'm gonna put in Christian, and so here's one Christian Music 2022. So I can close. I can click on that playlist, and then you see. Okay, here is the one, the person that makes this playlist, and Force. Right. You see my. So if I click on them, then you see. Okay, this is their profile, so I can follow them, and then what I would then do is possibly then go to Instagram and then try to search for them. So let me see. Right. Search and see if you can find their name. Hold on, let me see if I can find them in here. And sometimes, okay, here we go. So there's Enforce at the top, Enforced Records. So we'll try that one. All right, so I think that's their page. Amazing. And so then you can just go and send them a message. Cool. Wow, now, okay. <laughs> Now I will say, it can be a, a bit of legwork in that. Mm. Um, oh, too close to my face. Let me back that up. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so there can yeah. be it can be a lot of legwork in that you know you're messaging a lot of people and some people don't don't respond, which is fine because not everybody gets onto the message the DMs. But for the ones that do, you can get into some good playlists that way. So that's uh, so that's 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 one thing that I've done too, and also networking, just like what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Other other musicians, other other independent musicians. One thing you realize in the beginning, there's sometimes that feeling of like, oh, well, it's just me, and I had to figure it out, and I can't really talk to anybody. That you know, it's like competition. It's like no, 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 mm-hmm. no competition. Absolutely yeah. <laughs> <Probably> not, <laughs> because. One thing, I, I always get baffled by this every other day or maybe at least once a week, I might be online and I'll find some artist on Spotify that has like 2 million followers. I'm like, I don't know who this person is. I've never heard of them. <laughs> never. I don't know who this person is. So it just tells you that there is room. <laughs> There's room for everybody. Absolutely. Right. And then also that um, there's not a... If you, if you think about it, people have appetites for a lot of different things. So yeah. you might listen to 10, 20 different songs from different genres in one day, or even the same genre. You yeah. just keep thinking, you know? So it's not, um, yeah. It's not an Yeah, well, thanks for that. Do you know, um, when you were talking about um, having a good product and, and Summit Hop, for example, I don't know if you've heard any of my music, but I'm not, have you? I need to, that was on my to-do list and I forgot. I need to go check it out. Yeah. It's fine. Um, my, so you sound, I think, mainly contemporary Christian, right? So CCM. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I'm typically that. I think I'm probably 
contemporary gospel, but I do have lots of different elements. Um, I think a reviewer um, said about my last music, it's a mixture of R&B, funk, <laughs> so <laughs> different elements. But because of that, it doesn't sound like your typical 21st century <laughs> music. And I love it. I think my first experience when I submitted Summit Hub was quickly realizing that um, people were looking for a particular kind of music for their playlists. And because of that, they will say, oh, I'm not really looking for this kind of music. And I'll be like, well, are you know, a Christian. This is a Christian right, right, right. Um, And I quickly began to realize, actually, you know, this is fine. Um, my people are out there, even though it's not you, that's fine. <laughs> And I, I quickly began to think about changing and doing music that was more modern sounding. But I was like, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm doing this to feed my soul. <laughs> um, I need to enjoy what I'm doing. And just like you said, it can be hard to see sometimes, but there are all sorts of people out there that, that have different they lean towards different kinds of music. Right, right. So I think sometimes we just need to, to stay the stay at stay stay, <laughs> stay on your own course. Yeah. And your people will find you. It, it can be tough. But I wanted to ask you that do you think that because your music sounds modern and is CCM, do you think that also played a big part in getting on all of these playlists? What is your experience with that well i'll say i definitely have my own share of rejections on submit hub even with already blessed i mean there were some it was kind of funny like it had gotten onto this top christian contemporary playlist and then there's people on submit hub oh i don't like the way it sounds or it's like, like okay <laughs> yeah that's fine <laughs> you know that's okay you know and then i think yeah Ah, let's see. I think personally, my sound is more pop anyway. I like pop music. And so could it be, yeah, the CCM tends to be very pop sounding. Mm -hmm. Granted, there's some in that genre that I don't like at all because it's just a little bland to me. Mm. Uh, but I think, I think that part of it is really, you're right, finding your, your own people and your own niche and one thing I realized I didn't realize this before uh, recently I started looking at my stats and I started seeing a large number of streams from back in Nigeria and you and I, honestly I had forgotten sometimes you forget the audiences that are available to you so I think also pitching Nigeria is a uh, Africa in general outside of the US and, and Canada and the UK is an enormous market yeah, true and so I think sometimes really starting to target, okay, if it's not resonating in this area, let me target and, and promote in this area and see how it does. And sometimes it's like, I see what, see what sticks. Now, granted, some songs are just going to be for you and God and God is, there may be as five, 10 people that like it and that's who they were meant for. Mm -hmm. And for if you spent like a couple thousand dollars on this thing, you're not like, that, that's not what you're hoping for <laughs> but uh, if um, but if that's what God's doing then we'd be content with that and just mm -hmm. go for it amen <laughs> yeah. but um, you said this as far as I, I do think 
if you can find playlists that you feel like you would like your song to be on, listen to them and then, like even right now, what, I, what, what I've done at times, and I did it with Already Blessed too, listening to these playlists that it's on, there should not be any difference between, or not, but I guess no difference in quality. Yeah. No difference in, so it's not like, okay, we have this song and then, oh, here's my song. Mm, yeah. Then it, it won't. sort of fit with the rest of the songs and not stand out right. too much. Exactly. And well, and, it, and, it, you want it, and you want it to stand out because it's you, it needs to be authentic. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, it should, it should stand out in a way that it's the quality. In a good way. <laughs> yeah. But the message, the melody is different. Something else is drawing people to it um, rather than, oh, it just, the lyrics aren't that great or this, the audio quality isn't that good. And you know, and, I, and if you even listen to my stuff, you'll see there's a there's a difference in quality from the very first one mm. to the absolutely. One. Yeah, yeah, I keep learning. I keep learning. And when you say when you say this song, mm. um, you were really happy with it, and sometimes it doesn't feel like you're the one singing. Mm. Is that because you don't hear any mistakes whatsoever in it? And how is that different compared to your your initial songs? No, it's not because it, it's not because it doesn't have any mistakes or or what you perceive to be yeah. something you could have done better. No, I, well, so the reason why I say that is because I feel like the 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 production quality is better. So I had yeah the very time it was just a friend of mine who does outdoor production who graciously did it for me. I think I only spent a couple hundred dollars for the whole thing. And he did a great job based on his skill set, and, and mm -hmm. I love the difference. And he, actually, he, when I was coming to my, with my next part, it was like, I was like, hey, can you do it like this? He's like, hey, I do live stuff. I don't really, I'm just trying with your studio stuff. He probably actually does studio stuff. Mm -hmm. I said, saying that. So I had to go and find a natural studio. Mm -hmm. And I found a studio that did a fantastic job with it. And so, they did, so that one is a better, better audio quality. And then this next one, They've worked with people in Nashville and other places. I think even the um, guy who did the mixing and mastering has done some stuff for like Josh Groban. Mm -hmm. So like, so you know you're getting yeah for that high skill level. You know? <laughs> the more you pay, right? The more you pay. <laughs> but and and but and, and the same thing though. Like even with medicine, like if you're wanting someone that's going to take care of you the best, you need you know you're going to have to pay. <laughs> You know yep true right though we don't like that but it's it's the fact of life and mm -hmm. so i think that's part of the reason why i feel like the, that when i listen to it i don't think of it as me i think also because uh <laughs> sometimes you i don't know if you feel this but sometimes you you can not see yourself as this old person that has listeners and all this stuff i i know i haven't arrived you know and so it's like okay cool Hey man, this is this is what God this that's that's great. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think um there is a lot of imposter syndrome, especially when you're starting out and maybe you haven't started to play to big crowds. That's probably still way down in the future. <laughs> but um I mean I'm not saying it'll never happen, <laughs> especially <Right>. for me. <laughs> life is just too too crazy and complicated but i think there's a lot of mindset work that we have to do right 
mm-hmm. um, just to even feel worthy of having the listeners and to feel worthy to to be considered a good um, artist that should be listened to and you know and even just liking our own work sometimes sometimes we really struggle with that mm-hmm. the amount of friends I've spoken to who are artists and and they redo their songs over and over again because it's not right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Those sort of things, and me, I'm, I'm the the opposite. Um, I, I send it out, and that's one of the reasons is because I'm paying a producer. At some point, we have the job has to be finished. Right. I'm not the one who's mixing it till I'm happy. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they do the best they can. And at some point, it just has to be sent out. But I still hear things that I wish could have been done different, and no one else hears it. And I think that's just part of life as an artist and we just have to learn to love it and live with it and, and embrace it it's, it's, it's just all part of it um it so let me tag on something to that too i think i think also because the message at least in my case because the, i need that message because mm. I, I know i need that reminder i need that message so that's i think that's part of the reason why it's more like okay and I know that this didn't just all. I also I co I co-wrote it with someone else too. So it's like okay, this this isn't this this it didn't originate just from my own wisdom and my own abilities. It's God that put this in here, and also so like I need this. Mm. <laughs> right, I think right. There is, that brings me to another reason, to another point, another really good point about co-writing, because sometimes we feel very different about songs that we co-wrote, because mm. it's like it wasn't just you that put your wisdom in that song <laughs> right. you know and the way it blessed all of you like i i recently did a co-write with, with, with two other ladies and it was beautiful it, it just what it was so i get where you're coming from where you're like i didn't just write the song <laughs> because the fact that all of you wrote it sort of almost validates it as well right um, and the right. fact that they thought it was beautiful and it blessed them as well so there is something about that which is great because that's why we are encouraged to co-write <laughs> right <laughs> do you know it's almost like giftings from all the writers are put into the song it's magnified it's not just you in it so it, it's beautiful yeah it is it is yeah so um i wanted to ask a couple more questions sure about your life as a musician <laughs> part-time in addition to your full-time life your full-time job as a pharmacist do you ever um tour i'm still interested in how you've evolved since you started uh touring is yeah that's a good question touring has not become something i've done yet i think between the pandemic and then also just um figuring out life and scheduling I haven't I haven't done that yet. I feel like I think also I, I feel like to tour you probably also there's a lot of investment in touring. Yes. Uh, and also you need to feel like you have in my mind an adequate fan base to go do yes. so. Yes. Right. And so given that I know my fan fan base, the people that listen the listeners are spread all over. Like you might see thirty five thousand on on Spotify. But in reality, yeah, they are, but they could be in... They're just pockets of people everywhere. But yeah, yeah. Do you, how about locally, like even local churches and events? 
Well, I have been able to lead one of my songs, Amazed, at church, at my, at my home church here. And it was very, very well received. I was actually quite so I was like, wow, you know, that imposter syndrome. I was like, okay, we're going, we're going to do it, see what happens. But the, it was amazing to see people responding to the song. And I was like, wow, God is good. You know, uh, so that's the only time I've, I, well, actually, yes, there's that. And then a friend of mine runs an evangelical ministry and he invited me to come sing for a program they did. And so I was able to do all the songs from the previous EP. And so that was cool too. So it hasn't really been a, a personal focus right now. I think right now it's just more like building a catalog, getting my wet uh, and doing the songs. Hey, David. I don't know if he's still on here. I just saw David send a friend of mine uh, join. I just waved at him. <laughs> oh, thank you. But yeah, so so yeah, but, but yes, touring is a big thing for a lot of artists, I think. I'm not sure I'm quite there yet, but we'll see. Yeah, the reason why I say it, 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 it really, I've been looking into it, um, and there's all sorts of touring. Um, we may not be ready for touring in the real sense, but in the famous, <laughs> the way everyone thinks about it, but even just playing, um, to different groups in your city can go a long way to to move you forward and to move your music forward and to get more listeners um, hearing your music. So let me go back to my list. So people listening, if you have any questions, now now is the time to 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 ask them in the comments below if um, if you have any questions. Let me. I'll say this too, Ab. I think I was looking at some of your stuff online like your pages and so on and I and, and they did they look pretty good oh, um, thank you because I think that's another thing I've noticed at times with some of the independent artists um, we can tend to not pay attention as much to that stuff yeah and so it's just like if we if we don't if we don't try and uh, I'm not saying that mine is oh this is an amazing thing but like <laughs> um at least it, it should look somewhat professional, should look yeah. clean, should have that, you know, sense that, okay, this is more than just a hobby, you know? Mm. You know, so, and that's important, I think. That's important. Okay, so to, re to reiterate for everyone who has come, things that we can do to, to aim for as many streams as possible. <laughs> It may not be up to 100,000 in a month. <laughs> um, but so far, we've talked about um, making sure that um, our profiles um, on Spotify, YouTube, and all the different platforms are looking professional, up to date. And then we've spoken about making sure the quality of the product is beautiful. <laughs> up to date and how important it is to keep learning and to keep improving on the music we release. Um, and number three, we've talked about the importance of, of playlisting and how they are free ones. Um, we talked about dailyplaylist.com, Submit Hub, which actually Submit Hub has helped my last single really well. And I got onto a playlist um, with I think hundreds of thousands of followers and I was getting pretty much 50 streams a day at least. The sad thing is it feels like Submit Hub, they only put you on for like a month and they might take you back off. I'm not really sure how it works but... Well, on the play, like the curator of the playlists. Yeah. So some will do it, some will give you two weeks, some will, some just leave them at the, like I have yeah. some 
I've left my song on there indefinitely. I'm like, this That's is great. <laughs> but like, I'm like, yeah, but but there's some that okay, two weeks, three weeks. All right, you're good, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> but even like that, that one I mentioned, the top Christian contemporary. I think it was they kept it on there for a month and then they because mm. they rotate. There's they so do much rotate. Yeah, it gives you the exposure you need, anyways, and it, it gets new eyes on your song. Like I think for the first time I got over a thousand streams in one month because my last single came out first of this month and it's over a thousand streams now that has not happened before so definitely if you want to look into playlisting Subby Hub um, I yeah. think one of my first videos one of my first lives I did this year talked about growing thick skin and collecting rejections mm-hmm. just a what's the word I want to use for warning <laughs> You will get a lot of rejections, but the yeses are worth it if you keep going. So I think just grow a thick skin around submitting to all of these playlists. Um, and then we talked about editorial playlists and pitching on the Spotify um, app. Right. I need, to, I need to get to that actually. I need to get to that in a second. But the last thing we also talked about was was having a good budget and paying for promotion as well and it could be in spotify promotions um or youtube or however whatever platforms you want but those also get um, a lot of eyes and ears on your songs so you wanted to say something well i was gonna say that i i find a lot of uh, just reiterating that point a lot of times you can we can make this music and be like all right this is an amazing song off you go go be great but we haven't <laughs> anything to be great on and so uh and one of the things is that i realized a lot of independent artists don't or at least the new ones newer ones don't know about the actual pitching you can do within spotify amazon music also has pitching now so thanks for that because i didn't know that <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know that till this 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 single. Amazon Music has pitching. Apple Music has some form of pitching, but I don't fully get it. There, Apple Music is a lot more. Um, so they have a different way of organizing their things. But at least those two I know, and so we pitched to both. And so within, so you you need to release your song to the platform or submit it to the platform at least a month ahead of the time you want it released. So that gives them time to receive it and then when you once you get the notification that it's on there or you or once you go in and you see it's on there it's not released yet but it's on there you need to now start looking for that um uh yeah Yeah. Yeah, play this thing i think a lot of artists don't know about that because that's that's if you have a really good song and you pitch it properly that's how i got on that big playlist and that's how you can get onto some really good ones i've been so i've been on the, the the editorial playlists tend to be uh, some of the bigger ones mm. so i wanted to ask a question about how you were pitching before and how the professionals then pitched <laughs> what the difference was oh, right right uh, um i was pitching before well in the very first one, i didn't pitch anything i didn't know i didn't know what pitching was mm. uh there was no pitching that happened which is why it only got seven i think yeah, which is, you know which really is why i only got 700 streams um and then the the next ones they the difference is kind of like you know i was talking about okay you look at the playlister and you find out who they are and you message them 
some of them, these promoters, they have their own playlists. So uh, there's Christian Music Marketing, there's um, Courage Studios, there's a few others. They have their own playlists. Christian Music Marketing is the other one I mentioned. <laughs> yeah, I think Courage Studios is Kevin. <laughs> what, what's his name? Kevin Wes. Wine, what's his name? Yeah, Weinberger. Is it Kevin or Wes? They're, they're brothers. Yeah, yeah. It's Kevin. Yeah. I, I keep submitting to one of them on Submit Hub. Uh huh. West and he keeps telling me, <laughs> your songs don't sound modern. And he keeps saying, I do. He's, <laughs> I don't know why I keep pitching to him all the time, knowing that my songs sound the same. But it's beginning to become a bit of a game. He's, he keeps telling me more information on why he's not playlisting me every time I pitch. And like, AB, I like songs that have synths and, <laughs> and my songs just have like live instruments. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so hopefully one day I will do a song just because I want him to play this. Hey, and you know what? I think some people will do this. Like they will make a song for. Well, some people will do this, but I don't think it's recommended. <laughs> make a song for a playlist. Because <laughs> doesn't get on that playlist, then you're out of you're in trouble, or you need a lot of money for nothing. But uh, I think yeah, the the feedback can be useful. Some, yeah, yeah, true. true. Yeah. So, how are the professionals pitching? So, yeah, they so they have relationships that I don't have. They know people I don't have. I don't mm. know. So they are able to. That meet is, people. that's a good one. Relationships, yeah. right? Yeah, like uh, for Courage Studios, like uh, they have relationships. They've been doing this longer. You know, they 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 know the people in Nashville and wherever else, and they also. It's just that it's a community. It's kind of like in the medical community where you're at, you know the different doctors, mm. people. Yeah. An outsider can't come in and be like, "Hey, do this." They'd be like, "Who are you?" You know. But if it's coming from someone they know, it's more like they're more likely to pay attention. So I think that that's that's a big part. They're, so they're using influence to say, "Hey, I've heard this song. Why don't you take a look at it?" Because actually, I found out. I think from something else I was watching, they talk about like a lot of people, a lot of uh, uh, playlisters or or even I think record labels and stuff. If you email them, they're not going to pay attention to it. Yeah, but if they get it from someone else that's already in your circle, can you imagine? It's just a way to get in the door, get a foot in the door, right? Because people are like, oh no, I don't want to. So I'm sad for a lot of musician friends who don't want to spend any money. It's just well, sad. Well, well, and I'll say this: it's not just about. I think the thing is, and I and I had to come to, and I'm still coming to this realization: it's, um, if you don't have the money to spend, you can't spend the money. True. But the thing is, you can you can work towards that. You can yeah. save. Yeah. You know, some people will run GoFundMe campaigns yeah. or crowdfunding they do that like i have a, a friend of mine who's who just did one for his um album he's just releasing and so and i have another friend she's she's i just started one and you know because it, because it, making music that's on the level of these other artists that we admire is expensive expensive very expensive so you need to be able to if you have people that believe in you then you can raise the money or you can work or uh, do whatever but I think it's worth saving up to do those things to make yeah. it, you know, be able to promote it properly. 
yeah because i think what people don't realize that if you're, you're spending all this money to produce a great song right mm-hmm. but actually if you want people to then hear this song that you spent a lot of money to produce it's going to take that budget from for marketing you, you will just have to do it right otherwise no one's going to hear the song that you've spent all this money doing so it's almost as important as doing the song in the first place exactly exactly and that's yeah that's the some of the advice i've gotten too from some of these guys like yeah it's it's it, it is as important i think just because just for the same reason you said yeah yeah all right any questions <laughs> i don't think i've seen any questions um i think i think we covered all of them in our discussion i think we just <laughs> people have just yeah. been you know just been getting a lot of wisdom and they're just um <laughs> full <laughs> yeah. you know they're just full with this and I, well, I would ask you this with your with your music have you tried to like target other markets outside like where, where have you targeted with your music um well, I guess we can talk about this offline yeah absolutely <laughs> let's do that okay. <laughs> because um yeah at some point we have to end this right so people can can go away but I really hope people have um, learned a lot and Oh, for some reason I can't. Um... That's the question. Okay. Sorry. Somebody just wrote the word "question." Alero tune. Oh. <laughs> okay, so that means she has a question. I um... guess. Go ahead, Alero. Can you talk a bit about how you combine music with your job, please? Okay, I think uh, the. Well, I don't know if I combine it. It's, it's more like you. you time management, like uh, maybe I talked about before. So my job is eight to five, Monday through Friday. So a lot of times scheduling, recording, or uh, practices after hours or on the weekend or on a holiday, you know, just trying to like, or sometimes taking time off to go do what I need to do. So that's just how you do it. If something you somebody believe in and you, you feel like God has called you to do, then yeah. Yeah. Um- Alora is like myself. <laughs> she's oh. she's working. She's a mom with two kids as well. So yeah, it's um. <laughs> that's a question you probably get. We 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 keep asking. Even we that do it, we keep asking that. <laughs> well, and I think also just that's and that's part of the reason why you, you also pay for things too because you can't you don't have all the time in the day like so someone had told me like well why, why are you paying someone to do production you can learn how to do it yourself i'm like i don't have all the days the hours in the actually, day do you know what actually there you can but it's gonna take you do you know the amount of hours exactly. the amount of time these producers have logged exactly. in, in getting their skills it's almost like someone saying why are you going to a doctor you can learn how to treat yourself right 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 <laughs> it's a lot of work and then you're not also you're not only getting their expertise you're also getting their relationships yes and they're and they're and they're because if if you strike a good connection with them they'll say hey i'm working with this artist that they're doing x y and z you're building up that community and the so that's that's an important part of it too because the more you kind of like spread the load, and, I, and actually, I'm part of this indie indie worship writers, um, music songwriters Instagram group. So I'll add you to it when we yeah, get done. Yeah, please, please. Um, and we all share things in there and encourage each other. But yeah, I think connection is so important. Connection Absolutely. Is so important. And just being mindful of who you're connecting with and who you're not connecting with. Side note: Let me say this too. Uh, there are a lot of scam people that say they're trying to do playlisting for you. <laughs> Or that they know, and you know, I fall. I've, 
I've I got one. You've got one. Okay, I'm sure you've experienced that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'll add it to you as well, Alera. And so you just need. Sometimes you're gonna lose some. In some cases, yeah. maybe that's where. You bet. Yeah. I got an email from this lady saying, "Oh, she heard about. She heard one of my songs on a blog, and it sounded great. She wants to give me the opportunity to hop on with her company to advertise for playlists and things like that." And this is how much it costs and so i said okay well should we hop on a zoom call and talk about it she was like no i don't do calls <laughs> um i was like i don't pay people who can't take my calls right right and then i started to search because on, on the website she sent me there were videos of reviews and things like that and and the more i looked i was like we actually there's nothing there's nothing about this person or this website and then one of the videos had been retracted i was like this this doesn't oh. <laughs> there's a lot of this that is just wrong <laughs> yeah I, um, so there's one of them out there who just um because they know musicians are like desperate to make it <laughs> right right there's there's a lot of money in promoting and trying to say you're helping somebody get their music out there yeah so all right thanks thank so much Idea. this has been really really helpful really good i've learned a lot i hope people have um and hopefully we'll do i will do more of these as time goes on um and Chidia will talk some more <laughs> hi <laughs> look who has just come on i'm gonna wave to him <laughs> hello um, so yeah it's um it's Chibuzo. Chibuzo. I'm, okay. I'm not going to try and pr pronounce his full name, <laughs> but he's um, a should I say manager of of some musicians here? But yeah, uh, cool. um, <laughs> it's just cool. Hi. <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll end this now. But thank you so much for everyone who's come, and um, hopefully I will do more interviews like this as time goes on. So just add value to people and to learn myself as well. All right, take care, everyone. Have a good night. All right, bye, everybody. And um, one more thing, actually, Chidia. How do people get get in touch with you, join your Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me put, <laughs> Yeah, let me put... I'll put my link tree in the comments. But also, yeah, it's basically... If you go to my Instagram, or the, the link in my bio, it's Chidia O. So C-H-I-D as in David, I-Y-A. Oh, and so that's my um, Instagram, and all all things are on there. You can also do Chidia music on Facebook, and uh, I'm putting the I look this, I'm putting in the link tree link in here as well. So all the music, all the YouTube, and everything is available through there. So there. So there so yeah, so they can contact you. They want more advice on playlisting and hitting a hundred thousand streams in a month. Wow. Yeah. Just wow. <laughs> and let me well let me clarify. It wasn't it was actually a, about a month and a half. Let me let's be, be transparent here. I saw the title, I was like, oh well, it's not exactly a month. I was like, okay, we'll, we'll clarify on it. That's <laughs> about a month and a half. Yeah, I think anyone will be happy to reach almost a hundred thousand in a month. So that's yeah, it was it was quite yeah, that because that was the that was one thing they asked me. What would you consider a success for this record? And I said, if we hit a hundred thousand within a certain time frame, and they're like, oh, oh okay. 
So that's another um, strategy here, people. Dream it. <laughs> dream yes, it definitely. and vision it. <laughs> definitely dream it. Because so I wouldn't have thought about that. I wouldn't have, honestly. I think a thousand streams in a month. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. When I, my, I was very happy with my 700 for the year. I was like, wow. <laughs> That's when people listen to the song and it's fine, you know. Wow, amazing, amazing. All right, let's end it here. Thank you so much, guys. Take care. All right. Have a Thank good you. night. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Also, if you haven't, download a free copy of AB's ebook, Seven Days to Living Fearless by clicking the link below. See you next time for another episode of the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Podcast.